Yesterday, upon the stairs, I met a man who wasn't there. He wasn't there again today. How I wish he'd go away. Hey, welcome to Weird Candy, everybody. Happy Tuesday to all you weirdos out there. And again, I'm going to say Chris's signature line. I hope the butthole of the work week isn't kicking you too hard. It's me, Chuck. And again, today I got Railroad Joe with me, everybody. Oh, yeah, what's up, folks? It's Railroad Joe back again for y'all just here in the studio. It's so nice just recording and shit, man. You know, Railroad Joe, it is really nice. We're actually back at the studio today. You know, it's pretty good being away from home. We won't have all those sounds. Oh, yeah, I remember, man. You had to edit that shit out. One of your smart devices went off and said, here, a playlist for you to hear and just started playing music and shit. Yeah, man. So let's give the listeners an update on what's up with Chris. So after he came out of the mountains and met with the locals and they realized he was a regular person, they gave him some new clothes so he could change out of his Yeti suit and sent him on his way to Europe so he could go check out some like haunted castles and shit. So I can't wait to hear what he thinks about these places. But today's topic is really long, so we're not going to bullshit and talk to you guys for much longer. We're just going to jump right in and just get weird. Oh, yeah, buddy. I love getting weird. Like I said before, your stories is so good and entertaining, man. Let's get weird. All right, sugar addicts, get ready, because today's piece of candy has so much gooey filling, it's like mainlining high fructose corn syrup. Let's get right to the nougaty, nutty filling. A woman named Hillary Porter, who claims to be a lifelong experiencer of UFO encounters and alien abductions. She's currently the vice chairperson of the British Earth and Aerial Mystery Society, also known as BEAMS. And she also volunteers as an alien abduction counselor. Now seriously though, whether you believe in this stuff or you write it off as just some kind of bullshit psychosis or sleep paralysis, I think it's good for those who are traumatized by it to have someone to turn to. Oh, not if they counsel us nuttier than peanut brittle and some shit just so nutty and crunchy and she can't even eat it with teeth like mine. It's a fucked up major. All right, Railroad Joe, let's not just assume that this lady is crazy. They all talk about space people and shit, just crazy shit. You know, old Railroad Joe believe in the spirit world and we are creatures and shit, but not that UFO shit, just little green men flying around in saucers and shit on it from all over space. Okay, Railroad Joe, so among billions of possible planets, you don't think there's life out there anywhere? If they is out there, what the hell they doing all the way over here? That just ain't right. Just come over here and fuck people. All right, let's push on. There's a lot to digest. All right, what the fuck? Oh, somebody's here. Hey, what's up, dude? Oh, fuck, Holy dude. Shit. <laughs> hey, man, it's so good to fucking see you. You too, uh, brother. Shit, man. I guess I'm glad I came up to record at the studio instead of home today. Fuck, yeah, man. That's good timing, <laughs> man. You, yeah, didn't get my, you didn't get my last postcard? Yeah, I told nah, you I'd, I'd be heading back. I didn't know when I was going to make it, but, uh, you know, fucking here I am. right, dude. That's awesome, so. <laughs> man. It's good to see your ass, man. Hell yeah. How you, you doing, buddy? I don't know. You look like you got some frostbite on their arms there, dude. Oh, yeah, a little bit. A little, little couple patches. You know, the doctor said I get to keep my appendages, so I'm, I'm happy about that. <laughs> so... 
<laughs> is that fuzzy thing you carry in there? What's that? Man? Uh, that is a Yeti penis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, man, it was me or him. Fight or flight. And, uh, you know, hey, sometimes instinct kicks in. You know no what I'm saying? shit, man. That's fucked up. Took a little trophy home, right? Hell yeah, dude. Come on, you know? But you, uh, I'm not going to let anybody test it. You know, I don't want to fuck right. up the integrity. You know? Right. No but trust shit. me, it's legit. It's just, legit. Just, just trust me on that. <laughs> oh, man, I've been shit. listening to the episodes, dude. Yeah. Thanks, man. That's oh, fucking man. you doing. We had some it, fun, dude. Hell oh, yeah. yeah, we had so much fun, man. Just hanging out and Chuck been letting me bathe at his house and I, shit. You know, that was you know? weird. I oh, I didn't even really notice you were here because I did not smell your signature smell, man. That's oh, pretty good for you. you man. Just <laughs> You kind of got a signature smell about you, too, been out there on these adventures and shit. Hey, man. Hey, you know, Texas is hot this time of year. So, you know, like, <laughs> no uh, shit, man. yeah, no chupacabra, so to speak. But, you know, there was there, there was a few, you know, um, you know, and of course, it's like everything else, you know, it's like, oh, here's my trophy. Don't touch it. Don't take any samples, you know. So you just kind of, oh, oh, sure, buddy, you know, like, right. okay. Nobody hey, believes lady. you. Yeah, and, you know, and she's trying to, you know, like out there trying to sell books and shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, one fish, two fish, you know, chupacabra, big dish. I don't know. Like, it's fucking weird, dude. Like, But uh, it was good time. Good time. Awesome, and, uh, man. So good to have you back. Yeah, though. I appreciate you letting me know that Bermuda was in the ocean. Yeah. Uh, I was going to walk. <laughs> I told you, dude. <laughs> Fuck, man. I told you. You know, then I was, I was going to, you know, just swim it. But that's a little further. You yeah. know, a little further than I thought. So that shit, was man. cool. But... Sounds like you had an awesome time. I had to deal with this shit. This motherfucker took a shit in my basement. <laughs> oh, that. man. Don't be telling him about that. The listeners already heard. I was going to say, Railroad Joe, that buddy, shit. everybody knows, man. <laughs> 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 right? So that's, uh, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, I'm glad you guys worked things out. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, appreciate you oh, carrying man. it. So. I actually, uh, I, I pissed Lizard Man off. I heard, yeah. yeah. As a matter of fact, he was texting me. You oh, know, fuck. yeah. Dude, and we he was made not up, happy. But, yeah. but I said that Railroad Joe was my favorite, and Lizard Man emailed me. Kinda yeah, angry, yeah dude. you want you want to hear the voicemail he left me? Yeah, dude. Oh man, okay. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Okay, here we go. All right, here you go. Well, hiya, Chris. I just wanted you to know that Chuck hasn't been being very nice lately. He made me real unhappy, so I was going to have to bite his head off. Call me back, buddy. (laughs) Shit. Yeah, Yeah, I I, I got that message. I was like, what the (laughs) fuck is happening? I responded to his email and finally was able to make up to his ass, and I... I think he's you know i think we're on good terms now yeah i so. call i called him and you know and he, he said that you had apologized and he fe- he was feeling a little better and uh, he said he is going to try to stop by you know you know fairly soon and oh, that'd say be hey. awesome so, yeah. yeah and uh, i made him promise you know i was like you know i told him i'm gonna have to muzzle him if he can't promise not to eat you <laughs> so yeah he agreed yeah, that's awesome cool hell yeah can't wait to see that dude too hell yeah man so uh what do you, what do you got going on today, oh man? Uh, uh, actually today i'm talking about hillary porter Oh, dude, I've heard. Yeah. I, oh, my God. Dude, she did the paintings, right? Yeah, she did some alien drawings <laughs> and paintings. Apparently, she has had a lifetime experience with aliens and UFOs and abductions and shit. Have you seen those paintings? <laughs> yeah, dude, yes. And I'll get to that in the story, dude. But okay. yes. I can't wait. Oh, fuck it. I mean, shit, in fact, dude, I think I'm go. about to talk about her fucking paintings right off because I do give a description of like who she is and what her life's like and nice. shit. Nice. Hell yeah, dude. So, yeah. So, uh, I mean, fuck it, dude. Like, I'm ready to go, man. Hell yeah. I, 
Yeah, my so, batteries are recharged. Let you me know? send you this. Let me send oh, wait, you the show to notes you, over to your computer. Real yeah, go quick. ahead and do that. Right, I forgot cool. to tell you, I went to Huska Castle. Oh, really? Yeah, Hell yeah, uh, dude. I'm, I'm telling you, man. So first in Bermuda, you know, I'm down there and I'm just looking through shit, trying to figure out the triangle. And like all of a sudden, next thing I know, they're trying to sacrifice me. Like, you know, and I'm like, whoa. So, you know, that was a whole thing. You ever had fucking spears thrown at you? <laughs> no, dude. dude they, they're not very accurate. It was actually not that hard to dodge them. <laughs> I can imagine. I've seen it in movies, dude. <laughs> right. It's like, well, I see that coming a mile away. <laughs> so that wasn't too bad. Well, and uh, I did end up in Europe, and I actually stopped by Huska Castle. Yeah, that's yeah. fucking right, dude. dude. Oh, it's, it's got a vibe to it, you know? But yeah. uh, you go in, and yeah, it's just a deep fucking hole. <laughs> yeah. it's like wow wow you know? cool yeah, and then you know and then they lock the fucking doors i you know and i'm like well, it's a castle you know i should be able to get out not in no no no, no dude they got that shit secured on the outside or on the inside it's like yeah once you're in you're like fuck me <laughs> but i, I no did it uh, yeah. luckily i i guess maybe i don't know people were bigger or so but there there was plenty of windows you're like well there's no bars <laughs> damn yeah but i got out you know and uh i think that it was at that point i was like you know i, th- I think it's time to go, go home, home. Yep. it's time to go home yeah fuck this the, trip the, the shit <laughs> <laughs> things have not been working out yeah <laughs> fight with yeah, yetis and yet. shit dude yeah man you've had some adventures man <laughs> it shit. was awesome though it was it was good stuff man i needed it Hell and yeah. uh thank you guys for sticking around and listening you know i think chuck and railroad joe been kicking ass so yeah we tried to kick some ass i think you guys did it yeah. i appreciate you brother thank um, you man fuck it let's jump right. into it buddy so you i got, got the notes, notes. Over yeah there. i got them pulled up cool cool all right ma'am so i'm gonna start off here hillary claims that from a very young age she was a gifted artist Oh, see, now I know she a liar, just bullshitting and telling stories. You showed me some of them damn drawings, man. She just coloring outside the damn lines and shit. Can't even draw a person and shit. <laughs> All right, now, Railroad Joe, come on, come on. Sure, there are some that I could have done when I was seven years old and asleep, but, you know, some aren't that bad. Uh, well, come on, man. <laughs> no need to be nice. <laughs> so apparently, though, her artistic ability was noticed by employers, and she took a job as a draftswoman and worked with the Ministry of Defense and Marconi Space and Defense Limited. I think you misspelled it. I think she worked for the Macaroni Space and Defense Limited. <laughs> <You're> probably right. <laughs> Doing macaroni art with her draft skills. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I mean, come on, dude. <laughs> you guys got to look up her art. It's- oh, yeah. In fact, um, in fact, there wasn't a whole lot of information online, so I actually checked out both of her books. And uh-huh. one focuses on her art. So if you want, look <laughs> up that book. Yeah, dude. Now, in fact, um, I think you could get it for free on the Kindle, especially if you're in that uh, upgraded bonus section, Kindle Extra or Plus or whatever the fuck it is. You're right, right. You could get that shit, man. Hell yeah. It is, yeah. All right, so. (laughs) Now, all right, I think that's enough of who she is. I just wanted to show you that she is a functioning member of society and not just some nutsack walking around. Nutbag, Chuck, you say nutsack is nutbag. (laughs) Seriously, though, Ray Rojo, like, what's the difference? Yeah, what the fuck's the difference, man? So, okay, she's not just some nutbag walking around (laughs) blaming everything on the damn aliens. Or is she? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is not going to go the way she would like it to. <laughs> You're welcome, Hillary. <laughs> Don't sue us. <laughs> I'm going to thank Hillary for such an entertaining fucking topic, dude. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. 
So we're going to go through Hillary's encounters chronologically like we always try to do with these kinds of stories. Nice, nice. So according to Hillary, the universe was an empty void until the aliens drained the toilet on their interdimensional <laughs> RV and then boom, stars and planets and shit. Okay, all right, I'm kidding. She does, however, believe that they have been, in her words, watching over me since birth. Ooh. <laughs> Start playing that fucking Close Encounters tune. <laughs> yeah. I'll throw in some music there and Hell I say yeah. <laughs> Space, the final. <laughs> so basing this on her christening photos, the first of which she claims shows a hooded figure forming in between her father and godmother, and baby Hillary's just staring right at the fucking thing. Or she was just staring at something off camera and, <laughs> oh, look how convenient that no, is. It's just know? a fucking baby. <laughs> right. Probably just head flopped over to the side, just looking at whatever's in front of it. Where's the titty? <laughs> <laughs> so the other photo shows what looks like a wisp of vapor that she calls ectoplasm-like energy, and this shit is flowing from her godmother's fingertips. Dude, you know what we need right now? Yeah. Proton packs. <laughs> it's ectoplasm, baby. I mean, Wait. so how do, how do you go from aliens watching over me from birth to ectoplasm? <laughs> hey, fuck it. It all, it, everything. So do do hey. aliens, like when aliens die, do they leave a ghost too? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, there's ghost dogs, right? When we I talked about we, the possibility of ghost sperms. And so, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Swimming up into the hole in your bedroom ceiling, but Yeah, buddy. this shit was coming out of her godmother's fingertips, you know, yeah, just wisping out. <laughs> well, see, I think that, that this bitch was a witch man her god mom was a witch we figured this shit out man so remember an open mind god damn it railroad joe god damn it that's my line (laughs) hell yeah good one though railroad joe you really are catching on bro it really is oh shit i thought we was actually finished with this shit man i was ready to go home sit down you know just chill fucking shit i get you buddy (laughs) so okay in her book hillary claims that they had the images analyzed and they couldn't be debunked. Oh, give me a break. <laughs> no. Me a fucking break. She had them analyzed and that it couldn't be a photo trick or a double exposure or anything like that. And it couldn't have been smoke or dust no. or moss. <laughs> I mean, obviously, right? No, definitely ectoplasm from an alien. Nope. But even on beamsinvestigations.org, which is actually the site she's affiliated right. with through Beams. So they basically actually, somebody she works with. Yeah. <laughs> they actually posted another more reasonable explanation. Okay. And I'm going to give a brief description of this real quick. This guy said it was most likely caused by the leaded glass in the windows behind them. It was a weird reflection. Yeah, the light coming through right. in a weird way and the camera captured that. Yep. Oh, my God. And, uh, Ectoplasmic light. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this sounds a lot more, you know. 100%. You know, yeah. but apparently Hillary calls this explanation a load of old twaddle. <laughs> <laughs> she, look, she looks like a twaddle. I can totally see this lady saying twaddle. <laughs> She twaddles to the toilet, twaddles to the refrigerator. <laughs> Shit. My God, dude. Where does this lady live? Oh, Europe. I don't know where she lives now, but she mentions Farnborough a lot. Ah, we're going to go with and, it. And somewhere around Cardiff and shit. Yeah, so. I heard her nickname is Farnborough Twaddle. <laughs> so, Hen- Hen- Hennessy. <laughs> nope, wrong thing. <laughs> it's early, Chuck. What are you doing? <laughs> Hillary claims that around the age of three years old, robed figures would walk right through her bedroom walls and play with her. Of course they would. <laughs> they, would bring, they would. They would bring strange alien toys for her to play with. Now, 
One such toy. <laughs> you know <where> my mind. <laughs> went, right? One such toy was a tennis ball-sized glowing orb or plasma ball with swirling energy inside of it. The ball would hover in the air, and the beings telepathically told her to move her hand, and in turn, <laughs> that made the ball move around. Okay. So other times, they would just turn her wall into a big-ass movie screen, dude. Why do I and get the feeling she's just taking modern things and going, ah, oh, no, the alien showed me that shit when I was like four. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> they probably showed her Independence Day <laughs> right. and fucking Close Encounters and, you know, shit like right. that. War Welcome of the Worlds. <laughs> <laughs> so they would fucking turn her wall into a movie screen and show her those images, like you were saying, just uh-huh. images of past and future Earth events. Of course. And another time, they brought this pyramid shaped toy that was similar to the ball toy but it could tumble around and spin at the same time wow it's like rubbing your head and patting your belly (laughs) yeah no shit (laughs) so see i guess it's kind of like when human kids outgrow that rolling ball popper thing and ask for a fucking iphone or some shit right right yeah (laughs) it's like you gotta advance the toys as you get older like as soon as they're done with the toddler toys they're like iphone (laughs) right right yeah no shit (laughs) can't even spell their name but they know what fucking iphone is so around this same time period Hillary had an imaginary friend named Manny Man. Oh, oh yeah, this Manny <laughs> okay. Man. So she would play with Manny outside in the garden behind her house. Now, like any logical parent, her mom paid very little attention to this common childhood illusion. Yeah, imaginary friend. Right, exactly. But Hillary began to go missing from the garden. Despite it being what she called heavily shored up for her protection, <laughs> they have like a dog cage around her. Yeah. <laughs> She's in a kennel. <laughs> but I'm guessing that that kind of just means like it was protected, fenced, and kind of locked in a way a toddler couldn't open. Childproofed, right, right. I guess. Right. But, but you know? say it was it was heavily shored up for her protection. <laughs> so what a way to put it, right? right. It's <laughs> probably because she started twaddling so early. <laughs> she started twaddling off. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. So she was often found up to a mile and a half away. Yeah. Okay. Pretty far for a toddler, man. Oh, shit. She would often have no recollection of how she got there. Now, her mom would ride out on her bike in search for her, and when she found her, would put her in the bike's child seat and scold her for wandering off. Now, now did her mom collaborate this, or is her mom dead? I think her mom is dead by now because, I mean, this lady's like in her 70s 70s, now. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's just super convenient that there's no one to corroborate corroborate her story. Right. Yes, exactly. And even some of her big stories, you're like, how did this lady fucking see this kind of shit? Nobody else did. But we'll get to that a little farther on. So apparently, though, her mom told her later in, you know, later in life that she was actually herself put into a trance like state in these times and she couldn't move or speak or do anything, but just lay there with her eyes open. Wow. Yeah. And I guess Hillary kind of goes on to say that her mom was so freaked out, you know, that she would come to from this state and Uh oh, Hillary's gone. And that would be kind of like why she'd be so angry when she got caught up with her. Dude, if you're okay, if that's literally how it happened, why would mom get angry? I think mom would be freaked the fuck out. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe people who don't know how to handle their emotions and, and uh, being freaked out comes across as anger or something. I don't fucking know. You I gotta was- use I statements, Chuck. <laughs> I feel I believe. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. So you want me to read anything? Actually, if you if you're right where I am on yeah. the notes here, man, maybe you can read this next section here. All right. This is just about some. Actually, this is about one of her first big major like encounters with okay. them. So yeah, if you want to read that, that'd be awesome. All right. In the summer of 1951, when Hillary was five, she witnessed a disc-like craft land in a nearby field. 
Now, through flashbacks that she refers to as, quote, a sort of mental time travel. Dude, that's called a oh, fucking memory. Yeah. Mental, yeah, that's about right. Those bitches sound mental like crazy mental institution. That's fucking nuts, dude. That's what's up, Railroad Joe. <laughs> yeah, man, shit. Good call, man. Hell yeah. Uh, so through her mental time travel, or as most of us call it, you know, memories. our memories. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she, she would later remember the encounter. She recalls walking to the end of their street where a hedge ran along one side of an open space. Not far away was the white saucer-shaped craft. She crouched down in the tall grass and walked toward it. <laughs> it just seems like she like, should be reading a really cheesy novel right now. She's, she's got her hands out, like her right. arms tip straight toe, out, tiptoe <laughs> with her fingers pointed at the ground. Right. She's just like, ding, 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 ding. Right. And every time she's like, ding, ding. ding, 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 ding. <laughs> she tiptoes. <laughs> no, she hadn't gone far when right in front of her was a five foot tall reptilian humanoid. That's right. The goddamn lizard Illuminati. Yep. No the shit, fuckers man. are involved in everything, everything dude. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, they're, they're probably the ones that had that fucking Yeti attack me. No shit. They probably fucking, they probably planned your whole vacation before you did. <laughs> right. It was just like implanted in my brain. Yep. Telepathically. <laughs> she, she says it had scaly skin and reminded her of a tortoise with no shell. How, how does anybody know what a tortoise looks like without a shell? <laughs> it's just a weird thing. I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't get it. But the creature grabbed her arms and dragged her into the craft. Inside, they entered a large room illuminated only by control consoles with multicolored flashing lights. So, Star Trek. Yeah, you know. basically. Uh, she, was, she was then stripped naked and thrown on a cold, hard surface. The reptilian bastards then started to prod her legs with a sharp object, and she claims to still have a scar on her calf from this encounter. So they prod her legs everywhere, but she has one scar on her calf. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, like I mean, I've seen some videos of her, and she shows a lot of other scars, and every single one of them has come from oh, of course. alien encounters. Of course. It, they're on her arms, they're on her legs, they're right. on her stomach. It's not just, you know, oh, I, I scraped my arm on a, on a right. nail while doing something, you know, like doing home repair or something. You know? Right, exactly. Although it's she doesn't always, look like she does many home repairs. I'm, I'm just saying. always fun. Fucking aliens, dude. Always. Uh, so you want to keep going with this next story too? You want me to sure, take it? I can do it. It, it don't matter to me. No, oh yeah, man. go uh, for it, man. You're back. A lot of get, downtime. Yeah, yeah, get back into the swing of things, man. Go All for right. it. In 1955, the Porter family was growing and moved to a larger house a few miles away. Now, Hillary at this point is nine years old, and she befriended a girl named Janet who lived just a few houses down. The girls would often ride their bikes to a nearby lake and play on the sandy beach. Both girls would begin to experience periods of missing time. One minute they would be playing on the beach, and the next they would be exiting the woods at the gay house. I have no idea what the fucking gay house is, but I don't know. That's it, where it, they would exit the but woods. But apparently, you know? <laughs> it's, apparently it's some distance from the lake. Like, you no. pass the gate house, you walk right. through the woods, and the lake is, like, down the woods. Right, you know? right. And, and basically, yeah. You know, um, but, yeah, I mean, come Europe. on. Come on. It's Europe. It's probably a castle. <laughs> now, and, and supposedly, according to her, things continued like this for several years. Hillary and Janet, they were just like kicking it one bright sunny day during oh, yeah. the summer just holiday chill. in 58 or 59. She can't remember. Yeah. So that's my first sign that she's obviously telling right. the truth. You know? yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, when Hillary spotted a white disc shape in the sky, they're always white. Yeah. Nowadays, they're silver. Yeah, maybe that was her distinction. She has a lot of other crazy things We're too. Once we it. get into man, all <laughs> kinds of sky sightings and shit, dude. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, the craft was hovering low and only about a half a mile away when she pointed it out to Janet. Suddenly, the craft performed what Hillary called a quote hyperleap and was much closer. 
That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, this is the part I was saying, too, man. Um, when it gets closer, they see that there's a door open, right? Right. And okay. there's this fucking figure in there with its arms and legs out to the edges of the door, kind of in a star shape, <laughs> right. you know, like star right. figure. Like an X. Something. Yeah, right. Like an X. Maybe that's so, an alien version of YMCA. So, <laughs> yeah. But I'm picturing it like it's a whole bunch of fucking alien dude bro, like sports enthusiasts, like extreme sports guys. Right. Like, Come on, Trevor, jump! <laughs> now, what kind of alien name is Trevor, man? I was going to point that out. Right yeah, that's pretty good. All right, guys. Okay, fuck. Okay, how about Rovert? Come on, fuck it. So they're like, "Come on, Rovert, jump!" And Rovert's just up there about to shit himself while his bros call him a fucking pussy. <laughs> that sounds about right. That sounds very American. <laughs> yeah. Jump, Rovert. <laughs> so I guess at this point, the girls they decided they're going to get the fuck out of there. They run home. They never did get to see Rovert <laughs> parachute never out. Saw Rovert do the, the uh, what, oh God, what was they called? The Triple Lindy. <laughs> Ask your parents. <laughs> but they, so after this incident, they decided they weren't going to do anything that was like far from their house for the rest of the summer. Yep. They were done with that shit. Yeah. That's fucked up. <laughs> All right, man. So I'm going to jump in here with yep. this one. Now, according to Hillary, things were pretty fucking uneventful for the next few years until 1962 when her and some friends went to watch The Day the Earth Stood Still at the local oh, youth club. Of course. Yeah. Gee, hmm. hmm. I wonder which came first, the stories or the movies. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right? Well, even though she told the stories after, they do predate the well, movies. Yeah, I could do that too. <laughs> that doesn't mean I'm telling the future just because I'm like, you know, hey, uh, uh, in, in the year uh, 2019, there's going to be a virus that's going to basically spring the world to a stop. If I say it now, that's not predicting the future. <laughs> no, but don't worry, Chuck. I, I, I knew, knew this about in it. 2017, so yep. I just I forgot to tell you. Get the fuck out of here, you know? Yep. So they went to watch The Day the Earth Stood Still. Now, the scene where the doors open up and Klaatu steps out right. caused the fear of that day with Janet to flood back into her mind and scared the shit out of her, man. Of course it did. Oh, yeah, you know what? I want to know, did she try to hide that shit in a friend's pants or some <laughs> shit? <laughs> fuck, Railroad Joe. Okay, that did she shit her friend's pants? <laughs> All right, man, that's a pretty good one. I'll give you that one, man. Good right. job, right? Yeah, the fans, I think a lot of especially long-time fans will know what the fuck's up. <laughs> oh, yeah. But no, she didn't actually shit herself. Oh, it's a figure of speech. Yes. Okay, all right. She did <laughs> grab her shit and run back home. So she just grabbed up that smelly shit and ran away with it. <laughs> Not her actual shit, Railroad Joe. Her fucking <laughs> belongings, dude. Yeah, this guy, right, man, man, why is your mind always stuck on shit? I don't know. After shitting in my basement, and shit. <laughs> Babe, it's just oh, a thing. Man, just come on, guys. Just... <laughs> All right, you know how we have fun around here. Get, get a good laugh, man. Hell yeah! All right. So two weeks later, during the height of the Cuban Missile Crisis, Hillary went to bed in fear for her life pretty much like everybody else at this time yeah very common right so that night a being that radiated intense white light entered her room and at the time she thought that it was jesus of there to comfort she her fucking did. of course yep. she did and this being telepathically told her <laughs> don't be afraid i'm not here to hurt you maybe it was like this don't be afraid my child i'm not here to hurt you or he was like 
it then placed my bad guys my bad that was really rude (laughs) it then placed its hand on her forehead and she felt the sensation of licking a nine volt battery while eating a york peppermint patty (laughs) so no she did say it was similar to that it was like a mild electric shock and touching an ice box (laughs) oh yeah you know ice ice boxes go on chris say i was just gonna say so her mouth has a nine volt shock and her hand is cold <laughs> i don't know man so what are you gonna say railroad joe oh yeah ice box is like a viking girl's pussy <laughs> you know just cold as shit just no, hey, railroad so joe, cold. do you know how sex works buddy <laughs> so, <laughs> has it been that long <laughs> i'm gonna give him that one too though right, that was good. because that was good. <laughs> because hillary now believes that this thing was a type of humanoid light-based alien being known as the nordics okay okay <laughs> so now she really is tying in viking mythology okay <laughs> All right, we're okay. We're gonna go there. Okay, <laughs> why don't you talk about her movie date in 1964, yeah, buddy? Yeah. So yeah, so she has this date. They go see a movie. It's 1964. She's walking home with her date when he grabs her arm and shouts, "Hey, look at that!" <laughs> look like, at there. Like, why is he gonna grab her arm? Because <laughs> like, he's frightened. Ah, oh, there you go. <laughs> Protect me. Uh, coming, coming over the house was a 20 foot long cigar shaped craft with white and orange lights. It was also billowing smoke or some kind of vapor. Oh, God, this shit just is difficult, man. Uh, they witnessed another of these crafts flying over her family home, and this time she claims that her parents saw it too. They would witness yet another one while walking the dog near the end of the street. Now, in her book, she says, quote, it could have been the same craft. Oh, wait. It could have been the same craft. Wait, no, that's Australia. God damn it. <laughs> you always do that Australian one. <laughs> it, it, there we go. It could have been the same craft, but it was... Oh, fuck it. It could have been the same craft, but it, was, but it defied all known laws of aeronautics. And she knows the laws of aeronautics, but... Right, of course. She's a, like, she's a professional. Girl and yeah. she, right, in, in the 60s, of course. Duh. <laughs> and then she goes on to say, maybe they're able to change how they appear to humans. So now they're shapeshifters, they, too. They they're do. They, they do all kinds of shit these aliens i see, dude. I see <laughs> wait dude. till we get to the end of this story oh, dude man, i'm just i'm just waiting for the black eyed kids at this point <laughs> yeah. oh man i think there is some black eyed kids in her book too but i probably left them out of my my writing up the notes Hell dude. yeah but there's all kinds of shit <laughs> All right, man, so check this out. Around the same time as this date in her mid to late teens, Hillary began to get the idea that these crafts and beings may be from a parallel dimension. Oh, my God. Yeah, like you say. <laughs> now, and... I, I got a feeling the, Mc, the McFlurry with Oreo in it is going to make an appearance somewhere in there. <laughs> so not only are they from a parallel dimension, but they're also conducting some sort of breeding program in order to create human-alien hybrids. There it is. Yep. There it is. That's it. There it is. <laughs> so, see, she kind of bases this on the fact that she began having female issues that I'm not going to divulge here. Sure, sure. But, but I'm sure you get the idea. Yeah. And, and if you want to know her entire story, check out the book. And we're not promoting it, but oh, seriously, God, no. <laughs> there's a lot of shit there that we're glossing over. Yeah. And, and I promise you, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you might want to, like, I don't know, some nasal spray or something or Ativan to wake your ass up. Oh, my God. So I'm not promoting Ativan. (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) Do not take it unless you're prescribed by your fucking physician. (laughs) So not only were these female issues, but all kinds of other similar issues that she has throughout her entire life are caused by alien egg harvesting. (laughs) Oh, my God. She must have some really good eggs there. 
Dude, I'm running out of laughs. It's, it's getting harder and harder to laugh at this shit. Hey, man, we're only in the first few years. This shit goes on through modern times. Oh, boy, let's go. <laughs> All right, so the next time Hillary saw a UFO was in 1966 while she watched the Farnborough Air Show from her bedroom window through binoculars. So she's in her, she's not at the air show. No, she's, she's just watching, watching it out her window yeah. with binoculars. Of yep. course, like a normal, now, like a normal person, like no, twenty-year-old kid person. <laughs> so yeah, she could have just gone, right? <laughs> but she reports seeing a cross-shaped object that would shrink with tremendous speed when the planes would approach and expand again as soon as they were gone. Now, presumably, this is to keep the pilots and shit from seeing it. Okay, so now I get it. See, she was watching through from her bedroom window with binoculars because had she been there, she would have had to point it out to somebody, and then somebody else would have been able to yeah, but there's verify gotta, her story. But if she just is alone <laughs> in her bedroom seeing this, right. I just got to take her word for it. Right, because there's... I get it. I'm sure there's at least hundreds of people at the air show. Right, if not tens. <laughs> yeah. Come on. There's people yeah. there. Yeah, they would see this <laughs> thing, too. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to keep rolling along because, like, she rambles a lot yeah. in her book. She gives just full going, details. Yeah. So, now, we, Hillary. We, honestly, we're already going to be here for a long time. Yes. And <laughs> if we don't just keep pushing, it's going to be a very oh, long yeah. time. Oh, yeah. So, Hillary married in 1967 and moved into a house near her childhood home. Now well, one, It's like she really likes that street. <laughs> yeah. You know? One summer evening in 1968, around 10 p.m., she witnessed another UFO. She had gone outside to remove the laundry from the drying line when she saw a large flying disc up high in the sky with a bright white light. Now, in her words, it was, quote, the object intensified in size and brilliance before shooting away at tremendous speed. Oh, of course it did. <laughs> I'm, I, I got nothing anymore. Yeah. Like, let's just move on. All right. right. So fair warning here to our sensitive listeners. This next part can be rough. Oh, you should let me read it. I'm very sensitive. You want to read it? <laughs> I'm, I mean, dude, you. Everybody knows that I'm very sensitive. Oh, <laughs> oh, shit. You no, gonna, nobody you knows go that. Go sit out in the dark and cry a little bit and listen. Yes. To, listen to Bullet for My Valentine. No, <laughs> I'm gonna go in the bathroom, sit in the shower, and cry. Yeah, and listen to the water wash the, away my tears. <laughs> the tears and the don't sadness. Fall. Crying gets the sadness out of you, Chuck. (laughs) Okay. So Hillary became pregnant in August of 1969, and the first few months went well. In the third month, she began to experience mild bleeding and was put on bed rest. And I'm sure at first, you know, the thought is like, oh, shit, this is a fucking miscarriage. But at this point, things were okay. They just put her on bed rest. Hey, take it easy. In the early morning hours of December 23rd, 1969, her husband come home. He was out celebrating his mom's birthday, and he found that uh, Hillary was in labor, and he urgently called the doctor. So while he's waiting outside for the, you know, the doctor to show up, she actually did have a, a miscarriage into a portable potty, I'm guessing, you know, like yeah. a, but in the bedroom. Like a know. bedpan yeah, kind of yeah, thing. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. She was afraid to look, so she put the bowl down and left the room. According to her, when the doctor arrived, he entered the room alone to inspect things. When he was done with his examination, he informed her that she, uh, quote, did not need to go to the yeah. hospital. Like, he was very adamant that she was yeah. not to go to the hospital. It was right. no big deal. Right. Nope. Nope. You're fine. Everything's fine. Yep. Uh, nothing to see here kind of thing. Yep. And uh, then he, according to her, and this is all according to her, but I mean, either way, it is fairly kind of a sensitive thing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we really don't want to make light of this because it, it's legit, you know? Yeah. Um, but she claims that he, when he left, he had a container with her, and 
Uh, I guess the child, the stillborn was in the container. She claims that she had had these fleeting thoughts that the kid was alive and she could feel it moving inside of her. But I think that's actually very common for miscarriage, you know, for a mother that's going through that. Yeah. They do like, no, my baby can't be dead. Yeah. My baby's alive. Because I mean, she was saying it was like moving and kicking right up until the moment. Right. And you know, and, and I think that is very common. This is legit. Well, you like know, denial I, kind of thing, too. Right. You know, like the instant just, oh, no, it can't be. Right. And yep. it, it is. It's legit. You know, I mean, I, you hate it, but it, it, it honestly does happen. So at a checkup with a different doctor a few weeks later, she asked him if her child was born male or female. Now, confused, the doctor checked all of her charts and notes, but found zero record of any pregnancy at all. Yeah. This is pretty suspicious to her. You know, I mean, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. It, it led her to, it, and uh, this is where, again, this is where like the sympathy and empathy yeah. kind of just disappear. <laughs> yes. You know, because this obviously led her to a conclusion that, you know, I mean, everybody should know that all medical professionals are aware of the alien breeding program and are required to cover up any evidence such as alien human hybrid children, yep. as was her child. Yep. Ah, so all medical yeah. personnel, all everybody, every single one, guys. <laughs> yep. Everyone. This. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, and again, it's like we don't want to make light of that particular situation, right. but she had to jump into the fucking crazy pool. Yep. You know what I mean? Boom. Yeah. Done. The child was alive. <laughs> it was an alien hybrid. All doctors in the world know. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, any doctors out there, go ahead and send us an email. I would love for you to just blow, blow the whistle. It's okay. Be a whistleblower. <laughs> yeah. We'll cool. protect you. Yes. We'll have Lizard Man and Railroad Joe stand guard. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> we'll, tra- we'll, we'll train them how to use shotguns. <laughs> Railroad Joe pretty much knows how to use a shotgun, I think. <laughs> lizard Man, well, you know. He's a lizard, so <laughs> we'll see. What, we'll see what happens. But we, we got you. Just, just know that. So just claw come like on, fingers forward. won't even. It's work. long past time for you guys to blow the whistle on the whole fucking operation. Yep. Hey, if enough of you come forward, they can't stop you. Yeah, they can't stop us all. <laughs> so Hillary's next abduction occurred in September of 1970 while returning from Ireland with her husband. Okay. They were passing through the Swansea area. And in the, it was the early morning hours, but the next thing she remembers is coming to at dawn, parked outside of a garage near Cardiff. Now, this is a distance of over 50 miles. That's a, that's a good distance yeah, to and not at remember. Those, and at those times, it should have taken, because no highways, just kind of back roads and shit sure. way back in you know this time. Yeah. It should have taken well over an hour. Hell yeah. And right. so she's missing this entire hour. Now, she also claims that the fuel level in the car had not changed. Of course it had. And she says that even her <laughs> husband at the time, doesn't remember, even though he was driving. Right. And he doesn't remember it either, apparently. Right. Of course. So <laughs> the fuel hadn't changed. Husband doesn't remember it. Now, she was experiencing... Now, where's this husband? Is he dead, too? No, this is her ex-husband. I know, she but has, is he alive? I Probably. Because I'm curious uh, if, if he's like, yep, that really happened, or if he's like, nah, this bitch is I crazy. I don't know, dude, because some of the things... I guess, like, they didn't really get along. No shit. That's why they're married You mean not she was hard anymore? to get along with? <laughs> what? So I, I think it's because he was a major skeptic of all the shit she talked about. No. And he was like, this bitch is crazy. I'm out. Right. You know? Yeah, no shit. So she was experiencing migraines and brain fog that she says often follow her abductions and found even more evidence when she got home. So when she's in her room changing her clothes for the night to go to bed, she found a triangle-shaped mark and three blood-stained suction marks on her stomach. <laughs> so I'm guessing they look like hickeys or something. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so now I'm going to break from the chronological order here for a minute 
because another encounter in August of 1977 triggered memories of this particular encounter. Oh, okay? boy. So she does, however, believe that this memory is an alien implanted one used to cover the more disturbing truth of the event. Oh, my God. So the alien implanted memory is not as bad <laughs> as what really happened. Yeah. All so right. the one we're about to hear now is not as disturbing as what apparently actually happened, but this is the memory they want her to have. So Right, right, right. <laughs> so what she does remember is that she was on a beach when she sees a six-foot-tall alien in green coveralls. <laughs> He's like spitting tobacco. <laughs> Hi, baby. <laughs> she, can't, she can't make out any of its facial features. But the thing is carrying some sort of control hold on, box. Hold on, hold on, dude. Like, I can see him. that control box is actually an oily rag. <laughs> hey, sweetheart, you come here often. <laughs> he probably... Uh, I, could t- I could fix your carburetor real quick. <laughs> he probably worked at the garage that they were parked outside of. <laughs> Coveralls, dirty oil rag. Hey, yep, it's I an alien. It. <laughs> but he's holding the sort of control box. Okay. Now, the being told her, again, telepathically as always. Of course. He was going to conduct a seismic test, and when the ground began to shake, a voice told her to run to what she called small domed black cars, and they were parked on a nearby road. All right, yeah, and so <laughs> I, I looked this up, okay? Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and I, I, I haven't gone nearly as deep into this as you have, you know, but there are certain parts I do remember, like, you know, and, and right. I've looked into, and, and guess what? August of 1977? There wasn't an earthquake in Europe. <laughs> well, it, apparently it was just there on that beach. Oh, just, okay, gotcha. Just for her. It was her yeah, own, it personal, was her own earthquake. personal earthquake. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> so, so now she followed these instructions, and once inside, she realized, nah, this is not actually a car, but is, in fact, a 20-foot oval UFO. <laughs> it didn't look 20-foot from the outside. Gotcha. Of course. Oh, it's shape-shifting. Yeah, it's a yeah. fucking skinwalker car. Yeah. So she suddenly found herself in the cockpit of a much larger ufo okay <laughs> sitting on one of four high back chairs around a table so they're just like hey you know we we we, we go way back we're gonna let you go in the cockpit this time instead yeah. of the cold heart surface <laughs> yeah no okay we're gotcha. not gonna Makes operate sense, on you right? this time you're gonna hang out and chill at the right. table we're gonna have some dinner in a <laughs> right, minute you get to drive the car <laughs> <laughs> so she noticed an alien in green coveralls that must Again. have been the pilot now right. he was at, sitting at the windows at the front of the craft using a system of levers and foot pedals to control its flight now, you would think super highly advanced aliens <laughs> right. that have the technology to teleport dimensions and it's universes like and shit. But no, they just drive it like a big wheel. <laughs> I mean, with modern day, we got cars that could drive themselves and shit. You'd right. think they just have to tell it where to go and it would fucking find out how to get there. No, no, they, they have to use foot pedals, <laughs> pedals and levers <laughs> to go across. <laughs> yeah. So she saw another alien. That was uh, based on her description. It was the navigator. It had a control panel and shit. And she asked him if she could take a look. Now, he obliged, and she reported viewing a screen that showed, like, a map of the area that they were flying over. Okay. And she also, of course, believes that all communication during this event was done telepathically. Well, if only they could telepathically fly and didn't have to use foot pedals and levers. <laughs> no that shit. would be fucking convenient. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. Okay, so actually, as we get into this next one, this is pretty fucking sensitive, too. Okay. So just a heads up for everybody. Now, in 1971, Hillary becomes pregnant again. And in February of 1972, she gives birth to her daughter 11 weeks prematurely. Ooh. Yeah. After the difficult birth, she required stitches, but something went wrong. Now, I'm not getting into her private details, okay? Uh, I mean, she lays them out. She does lay them out, but we're not going to. Something went wrong. 
Now, later that year, she goes into the hospital for a corrective surgery, and that's when shit gets weird. Apparently, the effects of the anesthetic lasted way longer than they should have, and (laughs) Hillary didn't regain consciousness until around 4 a.m. Right. Now, when she did, she really fucking had to piss, man. She'd been out for fucking... Right. A long time. Right. So she has to piss. Well, and see, it's funny, too, that she says that because uh, when they put you under anesthesia, they use a catheter. So. Yeah. <laughs> I guess she forgot that part. <laughs> but with no nurses around, she decided she could handle things on her own. So she goes to the bathroom. Now, in the bathroom, there's a green cupboard. Okay. This oh, green cupboard. And before the surgery, it was shut and locked. Now, however, it was open. And inside, Hillary saw at least five shelves full of glass jars that contained alien-human hybrid fetuses at various different stages of development. Wow. Yeah. Now, she describes them as having large black eyes with no eyelids and no ears and very minute facial features. Okay. They had yeah, lo- Almost like a non-fully formed fetus. Right. They had long, skinny arms and legs and feet with no toes. Almost like a not-fully formed fetus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They also had weird red markings in the center of their chest. Of course they did. So this is freaking her out, and Hillary makes her way back to bed. And a few minutes later, the door opens. Now, while while Hillary pretended to be asleep, a nurse entered carrying a tray with what seemed to be another jar, and it was covered in a cloth. Okay, I just got to interject here. So they had these alien-human hybrid fetuses in jars, and they're like... You know, that room's bathroom has a nice cupboard. Maybe we'll just store them in there. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Like, exactly, man. Like, okay, I'm going to get to that too, man. Okay. So she watched as the nurse entered the bathroom and could hear the jar being placed on the shelf and the cupboard being closed. So the nurse then exited the room with only the tray and the cloth, right? Okay. So just like you were fucking saying. Even if the medical industry is in on this shit like Hillary believes, right? why in the fuck would they store these mutant miscarriages in a patient's personal bathroom, dude? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, it's insane. It's oh. like they're like, we're running out of space. Ooh, I saw a nice cupboard in Hillary's bathroom. <laughs> I mean, even if the aliens want that shit for, like, scientific study, you'd think they'd have to refrigerate the shit. All right. Hey, man, ain't a jar of pickles, motherfucker. Not pickles and shit. It's alien beer. Maybe it's like, you know, when you first put it in there, it's like pickles. You don't have to refrigerate until you open it. Yeah. Yeah. Refrigerate after opening. That's right. They're on the lid, dude. Oh, my God. So Hillary's next UFO sighting occurred in June of 1973. She was unable to sleep due to ringing in her ears, and she went to the kitchen for a drink. Through the kitchen window, she saw a bright object just above the eastern horizon and grabbed her telescope to see it better. Because that's the first thing I'm going to think, too. Like, <laughs> I got this weird ring in my ear. I need huh. some milk. I need to get I need a telescope. <laughs> Good thing I keep it right here in the kitchen. <laughs> You'll hear a lot more about this telescope and oh shit, too, God. man. <laughs> she, she watched as a gray craft with a red ring around it began extending red tentacles from its underside. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is hard to read. And die. <laughs> right. <laughs> Exactly. Oh my god. The tentacles then began ejecting what she called glowing globules. So basically they were nutting. <laughs> glowing globules. And these began to move towards the ground. She watched for a while and then got tired and went to bed. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Oh boy, I've seen this episode. I'm I know. I'm telling you, man. I'm fucking telling you. If I was watching this shit unfold, nothing could drag me away from That's this shit, saying. right? Okay, okay. Maybe if a friend called and was like, 
Fuck, man. You got to come over and watch this shit. We got to do something. Then we got to go find our drunk friend who's out crop dusting the wrong field and, you know, move it. So, all right, get back to the story, man. That's enough. (laughs) So, so, So Hillary tells him an exact repeat of this event the very next night. Everything, including the ringing in her ears and getting the telescope, is exactly the yeah, same. Exactly the fucking same story. <laughs> right. Now, in April of the following year, 1974, she was again looking out her kitchen window when she saw two large white orbs only about 50 feet above the ground. They were traveling at a very high rate of speed from the west toward the east. Now, one of these orbs flew off toward Farnborough, and, uh, but the other one continued straight on. At this time, Hillary claims that she worked for the Macaroni Space and Defense, <laughs> and the following day at work was very weird. Look, I made a UFO out of macaroni. <laughs> Yay! Somebody used, like, penne pasta instead of macaroni. <laughs> it was very weird. <laughs> the tentacles are wet spaghetti. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, she, she claims that something had happened in the middle of the night that made work weird. Several sections of the building were blocked with, a, uh, with no admittance signs posted. The company's top executives were all on site, all speaking in hushed tones. So, like, why are they on site speaking in hushed tones when they could be in a private office speaking in hushed tones? Like, like the whole day, though. Like, the whole day, they're just walking around, everybody like, Hillary's a fucking wacko. Right. She has a good lawyer, but we can get around it. <laughs> she claims that she even overheard a group of security guards all talking about never working the graveyard shift again. Now, in mid-May, rumors began to circulate. On that particular night in April, one of the guards saw a blue light moving in a top-secret area. Oh, yeah. And when, yeah, it's a bull. Uh, <laughs> and when he entered, there it was. Ghostly blue balls. Just like at Skinwalker Ridge. Yep, you were, were already talking about Skinwalker Ridge, blue buddy. balls. <laughs> <laughs> it was those ghostly blue balls, buddy. Right. <laughs> I guess, you know, if it's a naked-ass alien, it's cold enough. Maybe he's got blue balls. <laughs> yep. Maybe it's been a while. That's why they're here, you know? I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a fucking naked alien dude just in there <laughs> he's like it's been so long i need woman <laughs> well, or man hillary's or ready dog. for <laughs> yeah, so apparently she believed that the intruder uh, was most likely a biological alien or maybe a cyborg <laughs> or just some other type of alien made synthetic life form that they used to do their dirty work <laughs> so this wasn't like one of your top tier flying the ship aliens no nah. This is, the, this is a grunt. You know? Yeah. This is the, <laughs> it was one of the alien hybrid kids. That's what they use them for. Right. Now we can they see. send them down to Earth naked to just do their dirty work. work. I have blue balls. I have blue balls. <laughs> I don't know. She said cyborg. Now it's a robot. <laughs> Why don't you go on with this next part, too? Because this kind of ties into what she saw at work that time. Got you covered, brother. <laughs> so in March of 1975, Hillary had a car accident. And, and it seems mundane, uh, you know, at least to me, but it, it's worth a mentioned because she absolutely believes that it was part of this whole alien conspiracy. Uh, She even thinks it was possibly in response to her knowing the, uh, quote, the truth (laughs) behind the alien intrusion at Macaroni. Uh, Marconi, my bad. (laughs) I keep doing that. The roads were covered in snow from the night before, and her engine stalled while trying to turn around in an intersection. Obviously aliens. Uh, She got out and was trying to move the car off the road when she saw a car approaching from the cross street. Obviously, aliens. Uh, he says the woman in the other car looked to be hypnotized. So she got back in, and while trying to start her engine, the other car just plowed into her. Obviously, aliens. Uh, she, she reports that during this whole ordeal, she felt like she was being watched. 
wow, dude, I I can't. So, so obviously it was aliens. You know? I mean, no, I mean, it couldn't just be that her car stalled from the temperatures right. and the slushy snow, and the other driver couldn't possibly be sliding straight on from loss of traction. Nope, nope, no, nope, nope. definitely aliens. Buddy. Great bastards. <laughs> Fucking lizard Illuminati. <laughs> now, also in 1975, Hillary was heading out for some shopping when she saw a light aircraft heading away. This bitch, I swear to God. <laughs> Every goddamn thing, dude. It's everything. And, and the good part is, is lucky for us, she wrote it off. <laughs> uh, she saw this aircraft heading away from Blackbush Airport. Right behind the plane, uh, there was a weird gold object with a round head and three-section tail. Sounds like uh, one of those uh, beaded toys for uh, your sexual pleasure. I mean, the airplane couldn't possibly be dragging some kind of scientific device monitoring <laughs> right. the air or, or something. something like yeah. That. yeah, no, yeah. no. Because yeah, back then, you know, they're like, hey, you know, we know about the jet stream. Let's yeah. test. No, no. No. And she does say it was right it's there. Like alien right behind. behind yeah, it's, <laughs> it's obviously alien anal beads. You know, I mean, duh. But it was right behind the aircraft, so it could have been like an, one of those aircrafts that like tows advertisement banners or right, something. Right, anything. yeah, no shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Now, it was around this time that she befriended other members of the UFO community and took a short trip to meet with them. During this trip, she stayed in the home of a woman named Jill. As she began to doze, she was awakened by a loud whistling. When she peered out the window, she saw a flat-roofed building with multicolored fairy lights on the roof. <laughs> now we got fairies. We got fairies, fuckers. We got fucking fairies, man. We definitely have fairies. I'm just like, ah, fairies. <laughs> <laughs> just dancing on the roof, baby. It was the first rave ever. Right, no shit. <laughs> now, later that same day as she was taking the train home, she spotted another UFO. It was keeping pace with the train and flying just above the hilltops. No, oh, but nobody else in the train noticed no, this. No, 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 no. Well, they're all they're all part of it. They're all they're, doctors they're, in on the agenda. Or they're too oblivious <laughs> to the world around them, you know, as, right, as, right. as we often are. And, and Yeah, and, and to make things even better, it was 20 foot across, metallic disc-shaped craft. <laughs> just keep them up with the train. Just, just keep it up, and everybody's just like, eh, seen that yesterday. <laughs> Shit, at this point, it's just like, God damn, it's just chasing her. It's always just chasing yeah, her. Yeah. Around. Every alien in the universe is here for Hillary. Yep. That's it. There must be something special about uh, her. I'm telling you, dude. And when you see pictures, oh boy, <laughs> is there. <laughs> now, her next occurrence happened in 1977 while out for a drive after dinner. Okay. Okay. They decided to go out like to a pub, apparently, in the next town over after dinner. Okay. And they took their child with them, so I guess that wasn't unusual to just take your child to the oh, pub. Oh, of course not. But they're driving her along, and they're approaching the next town over when they're stopped by an army sergeant. I mean, she knows it's a sergeant because she knows what all those stripes mean. Yeah. <laughs> So they're stopped by this sergeant, and there's military vehicles, and there's soldiers everywhere, and the soldiers are heading out into the woods, right? Right. So Hillary's, her husband and her child, they turn around to head back, and Hillary noticed a large circular burn on the ground. So as they drove, her and her husband saw two tall, thin figures in what they thought were like white hazmat-type suits. It couldn't possibly just be soldiers in hazmat suits. (laughs) No, <laughs> maybe there was some radiation. You know, right. that's what the fucking burn circle was, yeah. or something. They but were no. out there to check it out, and hey, no. you know, nope. these these figures were apparently aliens, ah. and they disappeared as the soldiers ran up on them. <laughs> of course Just they did. Vanished. Fucking, of course they did, dude. Of <laughs> fucking course they did. 
Yeah. Now, this one also ties into the military in a way. Okay. Later that same year, they were setting up for an event at the military stadium. The local military allowed them to use this stadium for whatever the event was. Sure. You know, and I'm not going to get into all that, but they're setting up for the event. And a 60-foot by 40-foot hexagonal <laughs> UFO with red lights hovered just 50 feet overhead. Now, I'm like, okay, who else is helping you set this shit exactly. up, and why aren't they telling about yeah, exactly. it, too? Exactly, yeah. Why aren't they writing books? Hey, it's funny. <laughs> You're the only one that remembers. <laughs> now, apparently, she only remembered this through later flashbacks that also triggered the memories of her 1970 abduction that I spoke of earlier. Right, right. So we, that, I'm the thinking the flashbacks about. have nothing to do with aliens and maybe something to do with a little something else that was popular in the 60s and 70s. <laughs> <laughs> Man, probably. Oh fuck, dude! Did I tell you Railroad Joe drank my mushroom tea? I heard. I heard, dude. Oh yeah. fuck! Hey, how how was holding up the wall there, buddy? Oh man, the house was made of pudding. It was crazy, dude. <laughs> oh man, I went outside. It was so beautiful. Hey, he tried to warn you. <laughs> Yeah, man, I told him, don't drink that right. shit. He's already in it's it, It's already dude. gone, yep. I won't ever drink it again. It tastes like shit, man. It's so <laughs> yeah, nasty. It, it, it does tend to do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, let's get on with this. So around this same time period, Hillary had a routine of searching the skies for UFOs using her telescope, telescope from baby. her bedroom. Uh-huh. Now, this is every night. Right. So one night while searching the area of Farnborough Airfield, she saw a fuzzy gray circular craft floating directly in front of the windows of a five-story of building. Did. Now she watches this thing for 45 minutes and then showed it to her husband. Now as they both watched the thing, it turned red and grew in size. So her husband was like, well, what the fuck is it, right? Right, right. So the object flew off towards a place called Eelmore Marsh, and supposedly her husband, he thought, okay, this is cool. I'm going to get out and check it out. I know how to get to Eelmore Marsh. <laughs> so he went out to check it out. Right. So he's out tracking it down. You know, at this point, I think he just want to get away from the crazy shit for a while, man. Just <laughs> See, crazy. Now, that's a good point, Railroad Joe. Yeah. That's a damn good point, yep. buddy. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, too, man. Yep. So it was two hours before he returned home. And then he reported that, well, it either landed or, or hovered right above the ground. Oh, of course he did. <laughs> he probably just said that shit because he went out, had a drink, got with his mistress, yep. and was like... <laughs> Oh, let me get back to this bitch. Yeah, his, yeah, yeah, I can't remember. It landed or hovered or something. He went to know. the pub with his boys. Right, Smoked right. a few cigarettes, yeah. had a few drinks. Right. He comes back, he's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, it yeah. landed or it hovered or something. It did something. I don't know. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you tell him about this next right. one, bro? So this next encounter happened roughly a year later in October of 78. In the time since the last encounter, Hillary and her husband had separated. I'll see what I tell you. <laughs> Old Railroad Joe know a thing or two about crazy ladies. Oh, yeah, dude. Hey, we, we no, remember just... how quickly you and Sheila hooked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, she was home taking care of their daughter and doing her nightly routine of watching the skies for UFOs <laughs> like normal people do. <laughs> when she sees a 60-foot-long cylindrical craft with a white light on front and a green light on back. Couldn't be a plane. No, no, no. It was cylindrical, like a cigarette. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! The craft then turned towards her, and she felt it, or the beings inside. It's like she could feel that they knew she was watching. <laughs> like I don't know. Uh, that's a Hillary bitch watching us again. Right. God, fucking Hillary. We dude, can't have any fucking cable. privacy. Right. Get cable. <laughs> Leave us alone. <laughs> now we're not going to go over like all the fucking maneuvers she claims that oh, it yeah, supposed back and forth as it was over. passing over the area. You know, it's just going in every fucking direction, yep. whatever. You know. But at some point, Hillary goes into the front yard, and the craft goes dark and flies toward her. Now it goes dark, but she can still see it fly toward her. Yep. 
Obviously. <laughs> uh, then she suddenly finds that she is lying on the ground, dizzy and unable to move. Eventually, she crawls back into the house and tries to crawl upstairs without screaming to avoid waking her daughter because they <laughs> slept together and her daughter needed to be nursed at night because she's autistic. Well, all right. I'm hoping that that means like taken care of and not like breastfed because oh. at this point, the kid's six years old or something, right. dude. <laughs> oh, my God. No, she, so she crawls into bed, and she, you know, her clothes are fucking filthy. She doesn't remember for sure at this point, but she's pretty fucking sure she was abducted because, you know, based on the bedroom clock, more than an hour had passed. Well, you know how long it take me to crawl to bed when I'm dizzy and crawling and to get in bed? I do, it actually, more buddy. It an hour sometime and make it, you know. Agreed, man. Sometimes, my yeah, there's been those moments, so uh, I definitely know what you're talking about. You know, she fucking falls asleep, wakes up in the morning, and she claims that she found a severe burn on the left side of her face. Now, January of 1979, hey, that's when I was born. Oh, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, buddy. Uh, she had an experience while waiting at the bus stop for her kid to return from school. By her account, it was bitterly cold, gray day, and unlike usual, there was nobody around, not even traffic. Yeah. So, suddenly, a man seemed to materialize down the sidewalk, and her ears began to ring. As the man got closer, uh, she began to think that he might be one of the men in black. Oh, not them motherfuckers, man. That's oh, fucked shit. up what they did to you, Yo, Chuck. See, you, got, oh, you had to bring man, that up, didn't you, Railroad Joe? Up. You know he has PTSD, yeah, dude. dude. Oh, God. What just, the hell, oh. Railroad Joe? Come on, man. Oh, now I'm going to have to... Let's take a break and get right. my shit together before we <laughs> get back to recording this thing. <laughs> she was growing concerned as the guy got closer and closer, and so she decided she was going to try to telepathically communicate with him, as normal people do. <laughs> she didn't just say hello to this motherfucker. Right. She just telepathically She's communicated. Like looking at one eyebrow raised, like, <laughs> face all red. Twitching the eyes, right. Telling you, dude. <laughs> so she was basically says she she claims that she was just trying to tell him that she wanted to be left alone so she could pick up her daughter. And and in her mind, he understood because at that instant he took his hat off and made what seems to be a greeting gesture. In her book, she said it was like one of the three musketeers. <laughs> and it couldn't be just some guy walking out. This bitch is looking hey, all crazy at him. He's like, hat, okay, this hat. is awkward. Uh, <laughs> <his hat> at <laughs> her, no. <laughs> she claims that she was in a trance-like state as the guy went past, and she did thank him uh, telepathically, of course. <laughs> <laughs> After a few steps, she turned around, and he was gone. <laughs> now, see, I'm picturing this, okay? There's some guy out there, just some older guy. Right. Well, maybe not out there anymore, but after the event, right? right. And he's just walking around like, what a weird-ass young lady. <laughs> like, this bitch is fucking this is telling his friends and shit. <laughs> oh, my God, dude, you have to walk down that street. This bitch is fucking crazy. Like, what the... Every, he's telling there all of his friends at the pub about the crazy bitch with the empty <laughs> stroller because she had like an empty stroller right, waiting to put right. her kid in <laughs> like fuck he probably thought this bitch is nuts but if you guys want to know more about this guy you got to read the book uh, yeah. you know I mean there is so much more detail to the appearance yeah. and, and, and everything about the oh, yeah. encounter yeah. but you know this, this yeah. shit's already but, there's so much of this stuff brother yeah because Ugh. as I went on with this stuff I started jotting even less notes and glossing over so much detail yeah. you know because it just gets so much and we're only at 19 79 now right and yeah dude just, yeah we got 42 years to cover yeah <laughs> just, there's so goddamn much of this shit this woman literally believes that every fucking aspect of her life is preordained by these fucking aliens right it's fucked up man 
Now, in 1979, the so-called bedroom abductions happened. That's when they started. Now, these things went on through 1983. Okay. And I'm going to try to break these encounters down for you. They all happen pretty much the same. Okay. Like a reoccurring nightmare. <laughs> of course. So they would start with a section of her wall lighting up. And, of course, the light was actually a portal. Of course it was. Why, <laughs> now, not, why not? Now, a five-foot-tall figure in a black hooded robe would stand to the left of this portal, and it would just usher in the standard gray type of aliens, and they would file in about six or seven of them. Of course. And she they had a big-ass bedroom. <laughs> yeah. They would just go around the bedroom fucking with shit, right? Now, shit got real because a being Hillary calls the mind scan man strolls in. <laughs> the mind scan man. Yep. And he the would mind just, scan man can. <laughs> he would just start poking her legs and moving up her body until he was right in her face, staring straight through her eyes and into her brain. Dude, I imagine the Looney Tunes theme is playing. <laughs> Pop goes the weasel. <laughs> right. <laughs> or like a broken Jack of the Box song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, unable to move anything but her eyes, Hillary would sometimes see these beings messing with her daughter and only be able to look on in horror and this uh, happened continuously from 79 to 83 damn yeah fucked up yeah. now when she was on board the craft during these events hillary remembers seeing a nursery on the ufo with hybrid <laughs> and human children playing and some are playing with regular toys and some are playing with those special alien toys I mentioned in the beginning. Right. Now, I'm imagining these fucking kids, the ones who have the regular toys, are like, fuck this shit. Like, I want to play fuck? with that. Right. I want the floating thingy. <laughs> all you gave me was a fucking ball. Right. A Rubik's Cube, but they're all the same color. <laughs> so she noticed that there was uh, greys and human abductees, and they were in the room tending to the children and sometimes nursing them. Oh, oh they, I'm sure the human ones were doctors and nurses. <laughs> And shit. <laughs> now, in uh, September of 1979, Hillary was, of course, doing her usual nightly UFO spotting <laughs> when something descended from the sky and landed at Beacon Hill. The craft opened up and hundreds of these orange glowing orbs flew out and they swarmed a large area around the Farnborough airfield. And supposedly a man who works at the airfield called Hillary a few days later <laughs> and just told her, hell yeah, there was some orange orbs flying all over the place. And he knew to call her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the best part. He didn't call anybody else. He called her. He didn't yeah. call the news. He the didn't call the right. busters. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He just calls her. Of course. Yep. Of course he does. Now, <laughs> Hillary claims to have lactated throughout the 70s and 80s. Not that. That couldn't possibly be a medical condition, could hell it, buddy? no, dude. Aliens nope. love titty juice, brother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do they? I know I do. Just okay, some juicy head cream. I thought you didn't believe in this shit, Railroad Joe. Oh, you know, just I'm, if they like that titty juice, it might come around. You know, <laughs> dude. I guess all it takes for Railroad Joe to, look, to believe in something is some little titty juice. Oh my god. <laughs> no, but it was seriously. It was because they chose women who could produce large quantities of milk to feed the hybrid kids. Uh, of, of course. <laughs> now. She also had issues with her navel throughout this entire period, and she believes that these wounds were uh, aliens harvesting her eggs. It couldn't possibly be that she had bad uh, hygiene. You know, no, no. <laughs> no. That itchy thing in your belly button? Right. Maybe you should wash that shit out. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, man. Why don't you take the one about April 1980? 
So April 1980, after she put her kid to bed, Hillary was walking into the living room when she saw a figure right outside of the window. Now, she claims that this being was over seven foot tall, and it was wearing a glossy black suit that was seamless and covered its entire body in a flat top helmet with a dark visor. So it could have been. Yeah, you're right. That's exactly what it is. Either that or somebody in a gimp suit wearing a welder's mask. It couldn't possibly be just like a fucking cracked out biker or something right. who wandered into her yard by mistake. Right, some meth, you know? <laughs> no. No, so she says that she was frozen in place until this thing raised his hand as if to say hello, and then she did the same. Like, yeah. what up, homie? What's up? What's up, dude? <laughs> He's just like, sorry, I'm in the wrong yard. <laughs> My bad. Didn't mean to scare you. Have a good night. <laughs> the figure suddenly glided back five feet in less than a second. Now, okay, five feet in less than a second. Now, I'm a tall person, right? Right. I'm, I'm 6'2". I'm not seven foot like this thing. Right. But I'm sure if I took one step, I take big steps. Right. If I took one step, I could cover nearly five feet in less than a second. Right. It's so, not hard. It's not very weird, is it? <laughs> no. No. Well, then, suddenly, he thought that was good. <laughs> suddenly, it warped, for lack of a better word, into the garden, where this thing now appeared to be almost nine feet nine tall feet in the tall. blink of an eye. <laughs> It was gone, 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 gone. <laughs> it was from like seven feet, and then now suddenly it's nine feet, and now it's gone. Right. And so I'm guessing this is how the dude at the airbase got her, but uh, she set up a hotline for people to call with their own alien encounters. <laughs> and in July, a call came in from some local nurses who reported a bright spinning ball of light that changed colors. After this thing flew off, they saw a dark figure just like Hillary had seen, basically warping from here to there all over the fucking hospital campus. You know, like, it was just everywhere all the time. Uh, <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Right. And then, then in November of 82, Hillary had a house guest, and while watching TV, her friend sees the black figure through the same window Hillary had two years earlier. Yeah, and again, this is one of those tales where she gives a shitload of details, right? but we gotta gloss over, so here's the obligatory comment on vague fucking details, buddy. You guys know I love it. <laughs> I love it! There's actually so many of these details out there as I was saying but because it just goes on and on and on right. and we're doing our best to summarize this shit and fit everything into the episode right but it's really starting to get old the way every damn thing in her life is fucking aliens right car oh, crash shit. aliens right. breaking at work aliens right in one story she stubbed puts, toe right? aliens <laughs> in one story she puts a fucking glass that she had just drank cold water or ice water out of and she puts it in the sink and it broke right oh no, no. no. aliens <laughs> no it couldn't just be that she put an ice cold glass in the sink that it just had had hot water. Right. She said she, her husband had been washing dishes or some shit, so it's cold glass, hot, hot. sink. Hmm. <laughs> nope. <it's> aliens. Aliens. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Motherfucking aliens, Goddamn lizard Illuminati. <laughs> Here's one. Case in point, okay? okay. The telescope. Okay. The telescope she used to watch the skies with every night. Right. She has it sitting on the windowsill. Okay. Now the window is open, but Hillary says it was a fucking calm day. No right. wind. Suddenly, a gust of wind blew through, and the curtain wrapped around the telescope, in her words, like an invisible arm. <laughs> and it slung that shit to the ground, destroying it. Just like, boom! Fucking aliens don't want you watching anymore, bitch. Because <laughs> there's no way that wind just comes out of nowhere. <laughs> nope. She honestly believes that something was trying to stop her, and she said, no fucking way! And went straight out and bought herself some high-powered binoculars. 
Of course she did. <laughs> <laughs> now, if I'm not mistaken, like it was like all through the 80s and 90s. Yep. Didn't she just go on fucking just rambling oh, yeah. on and on and on just about on triangle and, and horseshoe shaped crafts and conspiracies and Area 51s and fucking underground bases and high speed fucking trains and te- alien technology and <laughs> genome progress and like yep. I swear to this like a fucking David Ike talking point dude i swear it's like it's, it's, the, it's his whole list yeah you know? like jesus the fucking, fucking shopping Christ, list dude. of everything god you name it it's there right yeah, bigfoot alien <laughs> of course <laughs> who's good castle that ufo aliens. oh definitely definitely aliens come on i was there i was just there yeah it's aliens for sure <laughs> now in this one is this happened uh in the 90s so this is february of 1993 she reports three orange globes hovering over the airfield then another appeared out of thin air of course it did when a commercial jet flew right at them they instantly vanished almost like they're not really there (laughs) (laughs) but supposedly she had a friend who works there at the airfield verify this shit and they basically said yeah that shit happens all the time and the pilots are concerned about it, but they'll get fired if they report it. Now, see, okay, so I know exactly where she got this because there have been, like, this, during the, the early 90s, like, there was a big, like, talking point from alien conspiracy theorists, um, you know, because there, there were some pilots that right. claimed that they saw unidentified flying objects, you know, shit moving extremely fast. And there were some of them that lost their jobs well, because, because if they you looked s- into it, you know, it was like, okay, they have a long history of alcoholism. They have a long history of fucking fucking shit up. And like, yep. yeah, they lost their job because they're like, okay, with the drinking and the fucking up, like, yeah, you're you're losing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, and were, I'm not saying all these pilots had that shit going on. I'm not saying that, but there were some accounts of yeah, that. Like and so, uh, yeah, like you can you can watch interviews today with pilots, and they'll say like, yeah, there was a period where like if if we did see something strange, we didn't say a fucking word about it because you did risk losing your job because yeah, then you're the, crazy. The, yeah, the airport starts to look into all your shit. You know, and they find out that, you know, you drink constantly, you're cheating on your wife, you're fucking doing all kinds of bad right. shit, yep. you know, and they didn't want to risk it, you know? Yeah, and this shit goes on and on. More reports of the same type of shit, including black helicopters oh, and of course. UFOs ejecting orbs. Maybe they were just flushing the toilets. <laughs> <laughs> and these orbs, they would often fly off and circle around airplanes and shit. Now, apparently, <laughs> in her mind, this shit happens all the fucking time, and people on the ground are just unaware because they're too busy to look up of course i mean you know, it could just be like joder what you got there's a big old chunk of poopy <laughs> it's, it's not like airplanes have windows and shit and passengers would see this shit no no, no they're mate, too busy to look out the right airplane window. Side, left sideways i mean maybe yeah. in her theory man this is like high def screens and they just show us what they want us to see i mean it's <laughs> not any crazier than the rest of her shit boy you're not even fucking joking brother oh my god Oh, why don't you take this next part here? Okay, so, you know, and like you said earlier, like, this shit literally does just go on and 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 on. But October 10th, 1994, that's when shit hit the fan. Oh, was it an Edison fan, motherfucker? Now, that's a fucking throwback, right, good. I fucking forgot about that one, dude. That was a long time ago, man. Yeah, if you guys don't get it, ask your parents. Maybe they get it. Maybe they get it. Anyway, she woke up with fresh injuries and the common feelings people have after abductions, which I'm assuming with her is 
just migraine waking up every day <laughs> uh my god man uh so anyway she decided to wear a jumper that she had bought in spring and had only worn once and then she finds that it has these weird orange stains that match her current <laughs> wounds you know like somebody beat her with a sack of oranges <laughs> <This is> normal <laughs> that's normal absolutely normal god. i haven't wore this thing in months <laughs> right so what does she do Obviously, she just goes about her day and in bed that night. She's too scared to sleep trying to understand why it was. And uh, boom, flashbacks of all her repressed memories from her lost time events flood her mind. We'll sell you the whole seat. You only need the edge. (laughs) Just in there watching her life. Like, whoa. Right. I think maybe that's when her mind just broke. Right. Yeah. No shit. Like all the crazy just culminated. Damn. All right, man. You want to keep going? Sure. Yeah. Get yeah, back uh, into the swing of things, buddy. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, the encounters and sightings, they, they don't end there. It was late February 1995. And what was Hillary doing? Watching the sky for flying saucers and shit. No, dude. No. no. She, she actually, after her mind broke, she gave that shit up and decided to take up knitting. She was actually <laughs> knitting a scarf. <laughs> ah, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, he was, was right. right. He was right. <laughs> <laughs> she watched as an energy plasma-based craft. I, I don't know how she knew it was plasma, but sure. Uh, it descended and hovered over the military water tower. She saw the craft pulsing in every color and then fade out. Now, some other shit went down, Jesus. and when an aircraft began to descend toward the airfield, the plasma thing reappeared and rose up into the clouds. Supposedly, the next day, her daughter's caregiver verified the sighting because she saw it while out on a date. <laughs> and, of course, she only verified it to her. Right. She didn't tell news. She didn't tell anybody else. I think just at this her. point, anybody who's involved with her is it's just, just like, kind of... Yeah, yeah, I saw, I saw I it. I saw yeah. it, yep. <laughs> I was on a date last night. We saw it. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to tell you this one, man. Yeah. So in the spring of 1995, Hillary learns of strange supernatural oh, happenings <laughs> at the school that her niece and nephew attend. Now, to me, this sounds like the type of normal shit when your kids go to an older school and right. they're like, there's ghosts in the school. You exactly. Know? Just yeah. normal kid shit. Because 100%. they said it had fucking red eyes oh. and some other really random shit about its appearance. I mean, right. all kinds of random bullshit. Now, they said it would appear near the playground and sit under a tree playing the flute. <laughs> Pied Piper. Okay. So the kids made it clear the teachers could not see this thing. Of course they couldn't. Right? Of course they couldn't. And they said the thing would hide behind bushes and watch the playground, and I guess the parents thought it was a pedophile. But right. if anyone attempted to catch it, He'd be gone. Right. <laughs> He's not there. Now, this weird shit continued and continued, of course, as usual, until she <laughs> noticed her niece was starting to collect little alien toys. And Hillary was at that time convinced those gray bastards were behind this one, too. And by alien toys, she means like, you know, a Game Boy. <laughs> Pogs. But she, she described them as like those little plastic alien collectibles and stuffed plushies of aliens and shit. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> now, I mean, this shit just gets weirder and weirder. Of so course. October 18th of 1995. Hillary witnessed a craft putting out zigzagging laser beams on the tops of these buildings. And she said the craft itself had some sort of stealth cloak and was completely invisible. Wasn't the mid 90s when people started using like lasers and shit to do like artistic statements and shit? 
I don't know. I'm man. pretty probably. Sure, it sounds dude. like a mid nineties thing. Sure. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. It was really popular for like these fucking. Oh God, I can't think of the right term for the that type of artist. But you know. Yeah, it sounds you, like you the know what thing. I'm talking yeah. about. Though it definitely the, sounds like a mid nineties impressionist thing. or something like that. Maybe right. or something. Yeah. I don't know. There's a particular kind of artist. They like you know. There was the one lady. She fucking stripped down completely naked and had a sign that said "Do anything." And then there was like all these tools and all this stuff on these tables. And it started out like people were coming up and like give her flowers or give her a kiss or or you know really nice and over time it got to where like they were like pelting her with eggs and one dude tried to come at her with a hammer like it got really fucking crazy really quick you know <laughs> so so it's like that kind of an artist they try to put the thumb in their butt right you know it was that kind of an art artistic statement but th- i'm almost positive yeah. in the mid-90s dude they were using but lasers for these, this thing apparently it's blasting these laser beams at all these buildings right and she claims to have shot dozens of photos but they all came out overexposed what Fucking uh, Illuminati. You know what? Everybody in the photo industry. They're is, in on it, too. They're in yeah. on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's I, why you, your alien photos never come out right. right. I was yep. going to bring that up. That's why all the photos of Bigfoot are blurry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking photo industry's yep. in on it. Yep. Everybody. Yep. My God. Yeah. Now, where she, does it end, Chuck? It doesn't. Where? It doesn't. <laughs> she continued to watch this thing shooting its beams all over town until it was within two houses of hers when it suddenly flew away. I'm just glad she was the only one that saw it. (laughs) (laughs) In May of 1996, the craft returned and hovered over her home, waking both her and her daughter at 2 a.m., and it kept them awake until dawn. And then some other weird aircraft supposedly flew over, and this thing just zoomed off and dropped two golden orbs down to the ground. And this caused a whole bunch of other bullshit that I'm not going to get into. Fuck it. Read you the know, book. It just, yeah. It's crazy. But it drops these orbs, and those orbs do weird Again, shit. Again, they were big old chunks of poopy. <laughs> yeah. So I remember like this right. part. And, like, yeah. She started to call the, like these types of crafts by the acronym CPC for Cloaked Pulse Craft. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know, right? But she claims that she continued to see them well into the 2000s. Yep. But on October 22nd, 1996, she witnessed one decloak over a football field. Uh, on her way home from a church class, she saw a flash in the sky and heard what, you know, it, I'm assuming that it was more than likely like distant thunder, lightning, right. you yeah. know what I'm saying? Big Off flash the in the sky. Right, right. And I mean, it just sounds like normal thunder and lightning. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, and even, but, hey, guess what? doesn't even have to be rain. But not to her. Right. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you're so right, buddy. Uh, she says that this cur- uh, occurrence is common before uh, every kind of sighting. Yeah. All so, these kinds of sightings. So the CPC. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. Heat lightning. Uh, you know. Uh, now, sometime later, she saw it begin to form. In her words, quote, it was as if a portal opened up. Something just came through the sky. I don't know why she's like Sheila's, Sheila's cousin or whatever. But hey, why not? You know, uh, it, it was so large, it dwarfed the football field. And she claims that it had to be around a thousand feet across. It flew over Cove and Farnborough. It flying over towns. Yep, of course. And she's the only one seeing it because it's cloaked. But she has special eyes. eyes. <laughs> the aliens gave her special eyes. Right. Uh, it dwarfed everything, even the Royal Aircraft Complex. She goes on and on and on, but you know, for brevity, we'll, uh, we'll we'll just say that if you're familiar with the UFO subject, you've probably heard of reports of these types of like massive triangular stealth capable crafts. Yeah, there's you know? a lot of those reports. Yeah, and you you there's a lot of videos even on yeah. YouTube, you know, and I'm sure 99. There's that one famous video of the big triangle that you can almost see through. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it's like over Washington D.C. Yeah. and shit. Yeah, but of course, no jets come to inspect <laughs> or anything, you know, because it's cloaked, obviously. <laughs> now, this triangle craft reappeared on December 16th, 1996, 
basically this big ass thing flew over several neighborhoods and it started pointing laser beams onto homes in in the Holly Estate area. Yeah. And of course nobody saw it but her. Nope. You know, all over. It's <laughs> big as a fucking neighborhood and it's blasting lasers all over the houses and nobody. Sees but yeah, it. It, yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> So, you know, Hillary watched the craft fly slow and low over the highway, pointing lasers at every car. Now it's over the highway. Yep. Now it's on the highway. Again, <laughs> nobody sees but her. So <laughs> it showed up on Boxing Day, which is May 1st. I didn't know that, but no, thanks. Yeah. No, it showed up on Boxing Day and on May 1st. Oh. Yeah. And in June of 1997. Now it landed in a field in June <laughs> and left this massive impression. <laughs> So, Boxing Day and May 1st, and then June it lands. Well, what day is Boxing Day? How do I, I know what day to box random people? I think it's around Christmas. Okay, so I'm just going to randomly start boxing people, and if they don't know, well, that's their own dumbass fault for not knowing the holiday. Nope. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just all over. Oh, okay. Constantly. That's enough on this shit, dude. Honestly, like, if any of this shit were true, there would be no way you could possibly hide this thing. You you couldn't you couldn't hide this yeah. massive fucking flying craft pointing lasers everywhere. Maybe you know? government cover up. Yeah, it's the goddamn lizard Illuminati railroad, Joe. We get it, buddy. <laughs> I know he doesn't trust the government, but come I don't blame on. him there. I don't blame him there. I mean, but uh, that's like some Independence Day war of the worlds level about, shit. You can't hide it, right? How about plumbers and waitresses and you know all the you know all these other people seeing this? Nobody, nobody, no, uh, uh-uh. nobody. Yeah, that's what I thought. So <laughs> it is like, it's just like, you know, war of the worlds, yeah, even, dude. you know, yeah, it's like, you can't hide you can't that hide shit. It. There's no, no way. No fucking way. Dude. Now, yeah. also in June, same month, same year as the craft landing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She reports seeing a giant triangle shadow behind some clouds. Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> and three boy. bright orbs flew down out of the clouds. Uh-huh. And she had a strong feeling they knew she was watching. Of course they did. <laughs> and the orbs began to dance across the sky. <laughs> I wonder if it was the Macarena. <laughs> <laughs> oh, electric slide. It was the electric slide. <laughs> but... At some point, she decides to talk to them telepathically, and she made a request of them. I'm sure she did. Supposedly, they listened and performed the maneuvers that she asked them to, (laughs) and then she thanked them politely again, telepathically, (laughs) and went to bed. That's what I would do after that. (laughs) I would just say, whoo, that was tiring, thinking all those thoughts. (laughs) Lying in bed, she looks out the window, and the orbs in the triangle craft are gone. Right. (laughs) Shit. Oh my god! It's still the shit just goes on and on and on. More orbs, more triangle crafts. She had that stained jumper that we talked about. That I guess you brought that up, right? Right. She had that stained jumper fucking tested, and says that most of the evidence was destroyed during the test. Well, and- obviously, scientists are in on it too. <laughs> yeah, and the test reported nothing unusual. So, obviously, cover up. Hello, goddamn lizard Illuminati. She had some minuscule amount of remaining evidence. After they destroyed most of it, she had that tested, and apparently it showed slightly elevated radiation, (laughs) but wouldn't you know it, the report went missing. She has no proof. Damn the luck. (laughs) Damn great bastards. Man, it's almost like uh, everything and everybody has just a touch of background radiation. (laughs) Ah, it's weird. (laughs) Ah, strange. (laughs) Why don't you keep moving on then, Betty? So the reports just continue to go on and on and on, but we're going to go ahead and jump ahead to what Hillary claims may be her last encounter. Oh, finally, God 
damn it, about time. Railroad Joe, I've never agreed with you more in my life, brother. <laughs> oh, <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Let's wrap this bitch uh, up. Yeah, maybe the aliens just dropped in to say goodbye. You know? Yeah, you know, hopefully. Like, <laughs> she, uh, she says that she was sleeping in a chair in the living room and was awakened by a loud whoosh. <laughs> It could have possibly been somebody flushing a toilet. Nah. But slowly opening her eyes, she saw a swirling mist with three gray aliens. She tried to ask them to leave her alone, but couldn't speak. Of course, they did understand her telepathically, though. So they vanished like good aliens do. (laughs) No shit. So we're drawing near the close here, and I'm going to take this part here. I'd like to point out that Hillary doesn't just believe that these aliens are from distant planets. No, no, no. She says they're a kind of interdimensional being, and they exist on a different phase of vibration. There it is. This is the same phase that the human spirit exists on. And that's what they take during abductions. Oh, so that's why her husband's like, no, she wasn't abducted. She was laying here sleeping. Because <laughs> right? they just no, took, they just they took, took her, her spirit, spirit, not her body. No. Duh. So the aliens can make themselves and their crafts physical by adjusting their frequency, like tuning a radio. <laughs> they got fucking aluminum foil on the antennas. <laughs> yeah. We can tune to 47.2. <laughs> Channel so, 30. <laughs> so the aliens, sometimes yeah. they put your spirit back into your body slightly off center <laughs> so they're not even good at that <laughs> and you'll wake up feeling weird until your spirit naturally realigns <laughs> so they're not even they, they could take the they know how to take it the spirit out but they're not gonna put it in back i got you okay <laughs> so how it's do gonna the, like a shitty mechanic yeah. <laughs> like, well i took carburetor apart i don't know how to put the fucker back together but there you there's your problem there, right there, there. <laughs> so how do the wounds show up on your physical body after abduction well obviously the body in the spirit are one and the same and they're connected by some metaphysical umbilical cord oh meta what now you've been using that toilet paper again shit hey i did leave you a few rolls didn't i yeah you did you left the mnop sections perfect and i'm about to use one of those p words coming up right psychopath (laughs) it should be but no now hillary fully believes that every single aspect of her life has been preordained by these aliens. Of course. <laughs> Everything. Every fucking thing can be traced back to them. Stub your toe, alien. Divorce, alien. Kids tease you for being the crazy alien lady? Well, the aliens are trying to shame you into silence. Instead of just maybe not showing your, themselves to you at all. Oh, my God. Now, I'm sure that you guys realize that as this went on, we got more and more brief with the accounts and glossed over more details. And I'm not here to promote the book, but if you want more, read the fucking book. Oh, my God. Yeah. Read it. I just wanted to. Well, I guess we now that Chris is back, we wanted to give you as much nutty filling as this piece of candy could contain. Oh, my God, dude. And And it's it's, it's like a a fucking cup full of nuts with (laughs) extra nuts. Yeah. A little caramel (laughs) sauce on top. (laughs) That also has nuts. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm sorry, Railroad Joe, for giving you shit earlier for calling this chick crazy. But I mean. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, like again, maybe a handful of adoptions or UFO sightings. Yep. But goddamn, every <laughs> fucking where you look, constant around every corner, it's aliens. Oh, God, break, every dude. part of your life, dude. It's, yeah, it's so fucking tiring that I don't think we're going to even bother coming up with some clever. If I experience this, blah blah blah, closing anecdote right, like right. we usually do. Yep. But we're just going to say, check us out on the socials. Yep. We'll we got Weird Candy Podcast at Facebook, uh, at Instagram, and on Twitter. 
Are, are we on Twitter yet? Eh, no, but not, we, we will, will be. be. We're going to get yeah. that set up. Hell yeah. We're even on TikTok. Check that shit out. Drop us an email, man. Um, it's weirdcandypodcast at gmail.com. And I believe there's a video or two up on uh, YouTube even at Weird Candy Podcast. Well, with you being gone, I haven't had time to edit that good one we did uh-huh. with the whole story. But uh, now that you're back, I'm going to get on it and we'll have that up on YouTube so you guys, real make sure fucking you check soon. check that out. It's going to be fucking awesome. Right? And, and, uh, and, you know, anytime we do post up anything like that, we'll shoot messages out on all our socials. Yeah, so keep your eyes open open and uh i guess i don't know buy a fucking telescope or something (laughs) and fucking let us know what you think about hillary's alien situation dude i'd love to know what the listeners think and i guess just last thing uh here uh, remember an open mind leads to endless possibilities join Join us next time for another piece of weird candy. candy